What's good, y'all? Welcome back to My First Kicks. This is episode 127, and this week we welcome Sneaker Den, a.k.a. Dennis to the podcast. Man, it's a super inciting episode because I learned a lot about how he started up, how he is continuing to collect sneakers and sell sneakers. I learned a lot about the current like way sneaker resellers like people who are entrenched in like buying and selling high priced sneakers or like sneakers with a lot of history that people want like i learned so much about that that it made me hate not being able to do that back in the day but i have a huge appreciation for sneaker den pulling up to the podcast i'm hoping to get i'm just putting this out there i'm hoping to get sacred mortal on I hit him up and, you know, if you aren't familiar with either of them, there are both resellers that they buy like some of the rare stuff. Like both of them have had, I want to say, Sneaker Den has had like stuff from like the 80s, 90s and Sacred Mortal has had like Freddy Krueger's and, and Cactus Plants and stuff that just goes for crazy. I think currently he's selling uh a pair of mags like the the ones that are like signed by tinker Hatfield. it's crazy it's crazy um what this episode did do was let like people who are collectors like us or or like me uh, who appreciate not just like having the rare stuff but like the history behind sneakers it just sparked a lot of conversation in my head after the episode of like, man, I really want to do more content like that of like on my own, not on the podcast necessarily. Uh, if I'm able to get people that are, are ingrained in the culture in the beginning of, of it like that, like, you know, like Dave Ortiz, I always mention him, but it's just because it was a huge honor to me and I hope to y'all that I had him on, you know, cause he created one of my favorite shoes of all time. So I think that, just having the chance to to do that and and it all it all became kind of feel full circle to me in in my head of, with having sneaker den on who's only been collecting and buying for about four four years I think he said in the episode and he takes the time to go back and learn about sneaker culture because he wasn't he wasn't around for it and he's from the UK like we recorded this in the middle of the day it's very cool um but i learned a lot uh and i mean i also i want to say it made me hopeful for people who are just starting in sneakers and it's not just about collecting the hype stuff but you know sometimes in sneaker culture the hype stuff like the stuff with a lot of stories the stuff with a lot of of just a lot of heritage behind it and culture behind it it, it costs a lot so and in, and some of these people who are buy, who are buying this up just to make the money off of the people who cherish and enjoy the sneaker that means so much to them, like some of them don't care about it. But to hear from Sneaker Den, who has been collecting for four years, has been putting in the time and effort to and trying to educate people who are just starting to collect sneakers, don't understand why stuff is priced such in such a way. And he's also putting out content on his YouTube and his his Instagram and just bringing insight and information to 
this world that I feel like it's starting to get lost. And I want to contribute to that as well. I mean, I may not have all the sneakers. I wait. I may have like because when I get to a point when buying sneakers, I get to a point where I'm just like, all right, man, some got to go. And I've stated this before in several episodes. So it was just really cool. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Uh, shout out to everybody who's been rocking with me for so for so long right now. I think uh, if you are an avid listener and you don't you don't follow the socials, but you are interested in getting you know some of these stickers. If you're looking at this on YouTube, you can see the stickers. But if you go to my Instagram and you're want to rep the podcast, I have stickers. All you have to do is just message me or email me uh your address and i will send you a, a bunch of stickers uh i just would love you know i have i i know people are listening and i love i would love to send you guys stickers for some sort of supporting uh the podcast for so long so shout out to y'all if y'all listen if this is your first time listening and you want stickers hit me up i will send you stickers Anyway, on to where you can find Sneaker Den. You can find him on YouTube and Instagram at, at Sneaker, Sneaker Den, D-E-N-N. And I'll put the link tree for his stuff in the description of this podcast. If you are watching this or if you are listening to this and just so you know, this will be the first intro I will add to the videos on YouTube. Different setup. I had to move some stuff around, but we are I'm adding this onto the, the intro of the podcast. Shout out to you. Leave a comment telling me that you've been listening and you've been wanting the intro in the video in the comments. But you know where to find your boy. I am who is hot on all social medias. Follow the podcast on my first kicks pod at gmail.com. I don't know why I said that. Follow the podcast at my first kicks pod. Follow the podcast on YouTube, TikTok at my first kicks. If you have my first kick story, hit me up. My first kicks pod at gmail.com. Also, if you want stickers, hit me up. My first kicks pod at gmail.com. Also, I want to say, you know, Shout out to y'all but <laughs> one more time. Um, just got uh, the lineup is the lineup I'm, I'm crafting for y'all this year is going to be very dope. Uh, so just shout out to the Sneaker Den for pulling up to the podcast. So on to this week's guest, Sneaker Den. Hey, Dennis, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> hey, what's up, man? <laughs> Yo, man, huge honor having you on. Uh, I'm, I don't know. I, so I'm a little bit confused because I was thinking about it literally like before. Just like, how did I add you? Because obviously your your pictures are always shared by like the, the big sneaker outlets. So it's just like I know that the last time the, the what made me hit you up was because you posted like a you posted a pair of some old, old, old heat. And I think like somebody, one of the, the outlets posted it on on Twitter. And I was just like, you know, what would be a great guest sneaker den. And then <laughs> I hit you up and I was like, oh, I was already following you. I was like, oh, so that. <laughs> do you remember what that picture um, was? I don't, what was the last? I'm trying to think 
It could have. I mean, like nice. Uh, if, if if that was on Twitter, nice yeah. kicks always repost my stuff. Uh, it's it's a bit random. Like just yeah, it's not really like usually on Instagram. You know, the blogs repost you if it's something like relevant to the times. Mm-hmm. I don't know if like a colorway is coming back out and like I post the like a uh, the the OG version or something like. But nice kicks basically like repost my stuff on Twitter like. <laughs> Every two days, just yeah. random pictures, you know, like, <laughs> like <okay>, cool. <laughs> I mean, it's wild. I think that, that, I mean, listen, you got your, like, if you just look on your page, I was like looking uh, and I was like, Jesus, you, you've held some of the most rarest and craziest pairs I've, I've ever, like, even I, it, it would be just like a crazy honor just to hold a pair and you've held most of yeah, everything. Yeah, for sure. For <laughs> sure. Like, I, yeah, when, when I started in the, in the game, like, I guess like four years ago when I really started, yeah, I, I would never have thought that I'd be dealing with these types of levels of, uh, <laughs> of grails. Although there's, there's crazier shit out there that I've never, you know, uh, mm-hmm. like there's the people, I mean, this, this game is, is pretty nuts. Like, uh, people, uh, regularly get like Paris SBs and Freddy Krueger's and stuff like that, which is not really my game. Uh, but, um, no, you're but yeah, in the, like, in the, in the, in the sneaker culture, you are in that rarefied, like, that, <laughs> like you're holding like UNOs and, and like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. PEs that never get to see the light of day unless you watch exactly. somebody play in court. Like, exactly. Yeah. Like gems, gems. That's, mm-hmm. that's, uh, what I love. Yeah. I'm still sure. trying to find it, but while, while I'm trying to find it, uh, let everybody know who you are and where to find you. <laughs> so I'm Dennis, better known as sneaker den in the sneaker space. Um, and I'm, uh, uh, I mean, I guess like, uh, uh, a vintage sneaker shop, but also kind of just, a well, uh, I'd say like curator is a, is a fair word because mm-hmm. it's also a lot of, uh, uh, taste and choosing involved. Uh, and also like, uh, transmitting some, some knowledge and, passion in into the culture so uh a bit of everything but obviously it's uh, sneaker den is also a business so um a lot of buying and selling uh vintage cakes yeah, yeah i mean it's it's wild because like i know sacred mortal fo- follows you and yeah. uh, i was talking to him a little bit about it just like because he's in the he's in the freddy krueger you exactly. know rare that rare space um yeah which is it's just like it i never knew for it to be so lucrative, because if I did, I'd probably be I'd probably be collecting like I would start my, I would start over like I would go back in time and be like, all right, let's start. It's, let's do this. Honestly, over. <laughs> honestly, I'm I'm sure it's never too late to start like for real. It's just about like finding the your groove. And um, you know what I mean? Like I started four years ago, I bought my first pair of Jordans mm-hmm. and for and I like less than four years ago, I bought my first pair of dunks and I didn't even know what a dunk was four years ago. So mm-hmm. like, you know, there's no, uh, uh, right or wrong time to start, you know? So if, 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 if you're, if you're with that, go for it. <laughs> See, but I'm saying more of like, now I have bills. If I didn't have bills, I'd be like, mm-hmm. 
you know, I'll be like, all right, now I got like I can I can I can work this extra like 10 hours and get a pair of like, you know, Iron yeah, Maidens yeah. just to have in yeah, the house, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but let's just pivot right into the question that I ask everybody each week. And that question is, what's your first kicks? What's that first pair of sneakers you absolutely needed to have? Wait, so that's the absolutely needed question or just like first pair of kicks? I mean, I phrase of. it that way, but I always tell people like it's whatever sneaker has the like your best story. So like, yeah, uh, unless okay, you want to okay, just okay. go with that. But I always um, say just, yeah, best story. Best story. Uh, I guess. Um, well, let me let me think. Let me think. Maybe cut. You can cut. <laughs> I don't know if you. Because uh, I have like a few. I have yeah. a few, but like, um, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry. You're good. Um, I mean, all right. Like, I, I'll I'll just go for uh, for a. Uh, a relatively just, just one that I've already told, but yeah, the Orchard Street Dunks. Um, that's great, like, right there. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, I like I always knew that you know those were crazy special, mm -hmm. uh, when but but not really, I, I had no clue about I used to say they were called Orchard Streets, like <laughs> I didn't I mispronounced them and like uh, didn't have a clue about the story, but it's just that that green and orange and the cut on the on the wing always. Mm -hmm like when I started discovering more about dunks and, and stuff, uh, I was like, wow, like th this pair is crazy. And then one day, um, I, uh, and also just the orange and green are probably two of my favorite colors. Mm -hmm. And, uh, one day I just decided like, I need to find a pair like, uh, um, you know, not, not a personal because I don't put like, uh, that kind of money into personal, collection mm -hmm. stuff but but just to to own and be able to you know take pictures tell the story and just have them in hand is always crazy and so yeah i just decided to like really go after them i was looking all over you know facebook groups instagram hashtags like and that still works quick tip hashtags like you can find stuff mm -hmm. if you use the right hashtags and stuff and i found this old post from like at least three years ago. Well, it, it, that was two years ago. So like a good five years ago mm -hmm. from like 2018 or something. Uh, and I, and I scrolled through the comments yeah. and in the comments, someone, uh, commented, like I got, uh, us 11 for sale or whatever. Like if anyone is interested and that was, you know, a three-year-old comment at mm -hmm. the time. And I was like, you know, my, I might as well just try. So I hit yeah. up the guy. I was like, yo, do you still have those by any chance? And he did. And, uh, and it, so I obviously managed to grab that pair and, and ended up finding a second one within like one month. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just, and I just had two of, there's 40 pairs in the world. So I had two of 30, those. 30 pairs. Oh yeah. They're 40. There's 40. My 40. Bad. The, the, yeah, yeah. No, nah, the, the red ones, there's 30. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I never actually had the real red ones, but I'm working on it right now. Uh, of getting the, the red ones, but, um, but yeah. And so I got them and then the story got better with, I guess, when I found out about, uh, where the inspiration behind the colorway was, mm -hmm. which is Newport. Uh, 
and because there was merch that came with that shoe mm-hmm. um obviously it was a custom like it's it's a bit different from a real collab but it was a legendary uh, you know project and uh it was inspired by newport uh the newport kind of visual identity green yeah. and orange and like the font on the merch and stuff like that and uh and yeah i mean then like i wanted to do um i love the arimentals as well so there's the whole newport link you can make between those two shoes mm-hmm. which i love and then i wanted to make a a collection you know i have my brand uh, right. called outsole mm-hmm. uh i wanted to make a tribute collection to orchard street because it w- it's not an existing brand anymore like they mm-hmm. they stopped they closed down in 2015 and and stuff and i actually found the like the um founder of orchard street uh greg uh bennett mm-hmm. who uh, i reached out to and we had a conversation i showed him the designs and stuff that we didn't end up doing doing it just for like kind of trademark issues and the fact that he wasn't fully comfortable with with it because he wasn't like the the only owner and stuff like that but Mm -hmm. but it did like uh you know create that relationship with him and i really you know he's an og he has crazy stories yeah and uh I'm and, gonna, you, uh, you might have to alley you that connection. I might, I might have to get him on an episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, and uh, it's um, uh, yeah, great story and love the shoe. So, yeah. How much did you pay for them? <laughs> I can't say. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, come on. Uh, but I'm gonna read a little synopsis of the shoe right here from Sotheby's. I mean, just uh, the the value of them is around. Uh, uh, I'd say true value between 10 and 20,000 right, yeah. dollars mm-hmm. uh you know a big kind of range but that that's the rough value like some i i don't know if you know truest hawaii mm-hmm. they have like five pairs and they're asking like 40,000 for them which <laughs> I, I don't think anyone's paying <laughs> yeah. but there was an auction at Sotheby's and they sold for 18 mm-hmm. um so i think i'm reading so, that you know, one that, right now I'm going to read this little synopsis real quick for the listeners about the shoe. Uh, uh, These custom Orchard Street Dunks are best remembered for their infamous drop in 2003. Greg Bennett, co-founder of the streetwear streetwear brand Orchard Street, coordinated a release of customized Brazil and St. John Dunks, uh, which were placed across New York City. The only pair... The only way to get a pair was to physically find them. The shoes were positioned on street lamps and traffic lights and dedicated sneakerheads were committed enough to scale these heights in order to secure them. Orchard Street modified 40 pairs of the Dunk High Brazil into custom colorways, into a custom colorway. Each shoe was reworked into orange and green and black. A portion of the rear flaps were carved out to, t- to let the orange pop and the tongue labels were reversed. Due to their incredibly limited quantities, the exclusive nature of their release, uh, these and uh, there is some... Wait, these are some of the most sought after custom dunks in circulation. Their pairs are is numbered 20. This well, this pair this that I'm reading is the 23rd pair out of the 40 and includes. Uh, they also had the Orchard Street box. Uh, there's a yeah. pair on eBay. I've been looking size 13 because it's one of my grails that ha- comes with a newspaper and like everything. Yeah. And I was just like, yeah, that's yeah. crazy. But yeah, 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 yeah. And actually, uh, I, I think that they didn't actually come out in t- 2003. I think it's a kind of a mistake because the production date of the of the base dunks mm-hmm. are two is 2003 mm-hmm. but 
you know, the St. John's and the Brazil are from 2003, but yeah. the Orchard Street project would have been at least 2004. Yeah. Uh, um, or even 2005. Like I remember that I spoke with uh, Greg and uh, he, he mentioned that, you know, to, to, you know, it, it wasn't 2003, but, <laughs> but yeah, that's what the, the, the label says. <laughs> the, I mean, how did you, how did you get into this? Uh, have you always lived in the UK? I'm sorry. I don't know exactly where you live. Uh, so I'm in, I'm in London. London, I'm in London. Yeah. I was born in the U S mm-hmm. um, in DC and moved to Paris, France with, uh, well, my parents moved when I was four. So I grew up in Paris mm-hmm. and then I moved to London for, uh, uh, college and just stayed here. So I've been here for, uh, uh, eight years now in London. Nice. Nice. So, uh, yeah. th- what got you into the sneaker scene and what, 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 what was it that pulled you in? I, I would yeah, I so, say, cause you're, well, first off, you're really like, you are about like your content is always about the culture of it, like versus everybody else who's out there. And I mean, I try to make content like that as well. Uh, pay, paying homage to what, what is now mainstream, sneakers mm. you know yeah yeah, yeah, but yeah, sure. yeah. What, what got you yeah. into, into the culture of it um i guess i well like the the very beginning was uh i guess very similar to m- most people it's like mm. you discover this kind of hype thing around sneakers like you know you have to sign up to raffles and you can make money and like uh well and it's not like anyone you know, you really have to work hard to actually make money, but like, mm-hmm. you know, you can get a W here and there and like resell for 300 bucks or something. You know what I mean? So that's how I started. Like just a, a couple of my friends were into it. Uh, and, uh, I asked all the questions. I was like, so how does this work and everything? And then I just did def- like, I definitely just fell into this, uh, uh, rabbit hole of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, learning stuff about, uh, you know, first it was current releases. And then I guess like the, the, you know, the, the life changing moment for sure was just my, uh, I guess like, um, when I discovered dunks, mm-hmm. uh, through like rumors of the off white dunks coming out. So that mm-hmm. was late 2019, mm-hmm. you know, I was following the sneaker blogs and everything. And there was this, uh, and actually, no, I remember like the panda, uh, well, panda is a, a blasphemous word nowadays, but, uh, but the, you know, the state Jeff staple panda, SBs, yeah, the they panda came pigeons. Out, yeah. Panda pigeons. Yeah. They came out in 2019, I think. And that's, you know, that's exactly when I was starting to, you know, follow, uh, releases and mm-hmm. raffles and stuff. And I remember, um, I didn't know what a, what dunks were mm-hmm. and I discovered and they were starting to do more and more as B releases and hyping up the, the silhouette. So I kind of just looked into it. And when I saw that there was this off white collab coming up, I was like, just from what I had learned in the past, like six months, mm-hmm. uh, I just learned that Virgil was a huge influence on what people want. Mm-hmm. And if, if Nike is giving a dunk collab to Virgil, uh, there's a high chance that dunks are going to make a, a comeback, especially because they're so l- similar to Jordan ones. And mm-hmm. actually I even preferred dunks to Jordan one. So I was like, this is a no brainer. So I just started, you know, l- looking into the his not even the history, just like browsing on Depop and eBay and stuff like that mm-hmm. and finding stuff for cheap. 
Um, and I just kind of took a gamble, although I was confident that, you know, it was gonna, um, you know, pop and then, uh, and then, yeah. And then just with time, you know, you get deeper and deeper into it, you get more knowledge and it's also more fun if there's, if you always discover new stuff. So that's why, you know, the, the cultural aspect to it is important to me because, you know, I don't sell the same thing nowadays than I was three years ago or one year ago. Like it's always, I discover new stuff. There's endless, you know, the sneaker history is, uh, very rich. So it's uh, a lot of fun. No. Yeah. yeah. Like, were you at all in the sneakers when you were growing up in London or are you just I mean, like, 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 I like to say that I always had, uh, uh, def- a definite love for, for sneakers, but not, not as a, you know, not as a, just, I, I love kicks. Mm-hmm. Like I play, play basketball. Like mm-hmm. it's just a, you know, just like kids love buying new shoes. Like it's not, there's no cultural thing to it, but it's just exciting. So it was always something that I, I enjoyed, but like, I, you know, I had three pairs in my, it's not a collection, just three pairs at the time. And then if mm-hmm. one is dead, then you buy a new one. But like, uh, you know, I always liked it, but I was, I never had that, um, you know, sneaker culture, uh, thing to it. Until no, yeah. 2019. Yeah. Yeah. The were your friends or like when when your friends were like, were your friends just always fresh and you were just like, I wish I could. No, be- <laughs> no, not at all. That, that's the thing. It's like when I grew up in Paris, like, mm-hmm. uh, uh, well, nowadays it, it, it has definitely changed. Like sneaker culture has become huge, like the growth in the past five years or t- even 10, five to 10 years has been huge. But like yeah. when I was in high school. Before we jump back into the episode, I want to talk to you about Drops and Collect by Soul Savvy. With Drops and Collect, you are able to stay ahead of the game. Using Drops, you can enter raffles and set alerts for any and all restocks. It will help you never miss another release ever again. And after you cop some fresh kicks, use Collect to manage your collection. I'm also still in the process of adding my kicks to Collect, and it I'm telling you, it takes some time. But what's really cool about Collect is that you can also make trades with no fees if you're a current member. But don't worry, if you aren't a member, you just have to pay a flat rate of $8. Now, how do you get to these apps? All you have to do is use the link in the description of this podcast or in the link tree for this podcast. Download these apps and grow your collection by helping the podcast. That's right, just use the links in the description and start expanding your collection today. Like, I do remember like a couple of friends having Jordans or something. Like I had a friend who was like super into hip hop and had like varsity jackets and like uh, Jordan 4s. But like, he, you know, uh, no one cared about sneakers. So everyone was just wearing. So I liked like I had in, in high school, like I, I, I had blazers, I had Puma suede, I mm-hmm. had, you know, so, like, stuff that's cool but like it's nothing that stands out and it's not something that people really cared about so mm-hmm. it was more like in in college when on my basketball team two of my friends were like proper not like crazy sneakerheads, but like uh you know they had a few pair of jordans and like were following the the stuff so they really initiated me and also i was living uh in an in an area where 
you had like an offspring, a size, mm -hmm. a JD sports. So like on my way to college, I would, uh, you know, that my Step final in. year, yeah. yeah, I would just see, walk by these shops every day. And that definitely contributed as well. <laughs> yeah. Where, was it like, I guess, uh, my next question would probably should be like, did you have, did you have a first job before you started jumping into reselling or? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a very short span, but because <laughs> I, that, that would have been, yeah, the, I finished uni uh, in 2019 and then I had a job at, until pretty much, well, that whole year. And I kind of started sneakers alongside it. And mm -hmm. then co when COVID hit, uh, you know, you that's when like, sneakers took over. But yeah, yeah. I was, uh, I was, a. Uh, kind of like a substitute teacher slash teaching assistant in, mm -hmm. uh, in middle school, different middle schools in London. Yeah. That, and I, and I was already, you know, pulling up in some like Jordan ones and, and stuff. So it was a great way to connect with kids and stuff. They were like, <laughs> Oh, I, I can't, I hope we get Mr. Mr. Den. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's sick. The so like, I mean, see, I'm not, a, I, I've resold sneakers, but I will never I, like I I don't think I'm a reseller at like or like I, I don't think I could ever be in that scale because like I have the problem where if I get a sneaker I like in unless it's like not my size, then I'm going to put it on. So like, mm -hmm. how do you how do you did you just start off being like, I'm gonna just get these in whatever size and then. Or did you stay yeah. away from your size until you got bigger? Um, uh it's a, it's a good question. I mean, like somehow I, uh, you know, uh, I'm, I feel like I always kept a very cool head in terms of my own consumption of sneakers. Mm -hmm. Like I still am like, I, I, you know, I buy sneakers every month, but like my collection is pretty, like I have no more than 40 pairs max, mm -hmm. you know, personals. And I'm really, uh, like just because I like a colorway isn't enough for me to like, okay, I'm, I have to keep it. Like I have to have more reasons for it. Cause otherwise, yeah, I'd, I'd be in trouble. But <laughs> at the beginning, I guess like when I started, well, uh, I obviously started buying all sizes. Like I wasn't buying my personal size, but I would get in my personal size, but I think you're a size 13. I, I think yeah. I saw and I'm a size 13 as well. So it's also not the most common size to find. Mm -hmm. So also, um, and, and now like I, I, um, I do get like a, a lot of bigger sizes as well, but like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I always, um, I very rarely had this true dilemma, like, Ooh, I might have to keep those <laughs> like I, because to me, the fun is like getting it in hand unbox. Like I'm, I get super excited when I, you know, unbox a, a new pair that I've never had. Mm -hmm. And I love, you know, taking pictures, telling the story on Instagram and YouTube now and like um, and then being able to just, you know, make make some extra cash through that as well. Like mm -hmm. that's to me part of the fun, you know, and uh, obviously I have to make a living out of it. But, you know, if if there's that fun that goes into it and then I make some cash like that, that's perfect. So I don't I don't really need to keep uh, keep them that much. Yeah. No, yeah. What, what made you pivot into adding, like, instead of just sticking to reselling, what made you pivot into creating content? 
Well, I never, well, I mean, I guess like, yeah, like the very early days Mm -hmm. it was strictly selling. Like I was, I started on Depop actually, Mm. and, uh, I got even to like 11,000 followers on there. I was the dunk guy on Depop, (laughs) but then I got banned. Um, (laughs) why'd you get banned? You sold to Vinny? Uh, not because, um, you know, they take a 10% fee on every, um, purchase and, uh, on every sale. And I was always like redirecting my customers to Instagram. You know, (laughs) I was like, hit, hit me up on Instagram. So Uh I saved the 10%. And obviously they have algorithms and stuff that detect that kind of (laughs) stuff. So they gave me a warning and then and then they just blocked me. And now I can't even create a Depop account on any device. Jeez. Like, yeah, like that's one, uh, you know, side of the sneaker market that I can't access anymore. The Depop uh, got you de-blocked right now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But but yeah, so when I started on Depop, it was purely uh, selling, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when I transitioned to Instagram, I guess like... Be, it's it's just a an easier way of growing your business as well. It's like I, I also came in like uh, the timing was perfect. Uh, I got very lucky with you know COVID and uh, and uh, the dunk wave coming back, which obviously helped me grow because mm-hmm. people were very excited about dunks. But like if I, I think if I was just a selling page, people would reshare less and mm-hmm. get excited less because it's strictly like buy and sell. Whereas I was from the get go kind of trying to put together some pairs together and like, you know, educate and uh, show people stuff that they might have never seen before. And like, that's that's when people get excited about your content and like, that's where you grow, you know. So it's I mean, it's also fun, but it's 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 obviously also a good way of, uh, you know, getting your getting eyes on your page, you know, the yeah. Do you main mainly just sell to around the UK or do you also sell? No, not at all. Not okay. at all. Mainly to the US. Actually. Mainly to the US. So people yeah, are yeah. down to pay the that that shipping. Honestly, the shipping is $35. I mean, that's a lot to me, man. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like within the US, it's 15. Mm-hmm. But when I buy on eBay and stuff like that, like uh, US to US is $15. Yeah. So $35, considering you're buying from from abroad like well well yeah uh, the the um the fact that people buy from the u.s shows that it's it's all right but but uh yeah i mean it it um like just the the sneaker culture in in the u.s is uh like 10 times bigger than anywhere else there's Mm -hmm. no comparison i mean i was just Uh, about to ask like what is like do you get to experience the sneaker culture over there in the uk i mean a little bit um of course i mean but but just uh uh it's um there's less there's definitely less knowledge and uh and like mm, uh appreciation of i don't know like uh jordan history mm-hmm. uh sb history um not that there's not, you know, the same in the U.S. I mean, at the end of the day, most of sneaker uh, of people who are into sneakers don't don't give a shit about uh, this and buy like the Travis's and and the off whites and stuff like that, yeah. which 
which uh i mean i'm not hating like i you know if you're a travis fan or you can, if hate. You're, you can hate it's all right no no, no <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not i'm i'm really i'm really not like i you know uh i love uh i'm a huge fan of virgil and travis shoes are fire i just you know i don't relate to the product that that much but um uh but yeah in the uk like yeah it's a bit different it's it's much bigger in terms of air maxes for example right. europe is known for you know uk is huge on air max 95s mm-hmm. um air max ones a little bit and if you go to like france or the netherlands they're huge air max ones uh sneaker heads mm-hmm. uh, which also speaks to me less you know but but of, of course you have some like ogd collectors and very knowledgeable people and stuff it's just not as much in, as in the U.S., for sure. That's that's yeah. interesting because I mean I I had uh, K Def on and he's he's like he's huge on on SBs and he lives in the UK also. Okay. So like he's always just like yeah you know um, he's like yeah you know I'll I'll like he has crazy pairs and mm-hmm. then people he was just wearing them and be like yeah and then everybody else is just wearing like Yeezys or or Air Maxes yeah. and it yeah. and and then he has to he has to explain the story because yeah. it's not just like common knowledge but i think that sneaker culture isn't cuz like obviously the UK has its own sneaker culture you can't just be like oh no nah, you don't understand because this shoe is from this boutique and they'd be like, this boutique, yeah. what's this b- boutique about? Like, yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah. like you have to explain yeah. a whole explanation. So, no. Yeah. And obviously like there's history here as well. I mean, like, you know, uh, the slam city, uh, mm-hmm. dunks, uh, the SBs, like that's a London store. And, uh, you have some brands and like Cortez, for example, is, is right. a huge new age, uh, movement in the UK, which mm-hmm. is, like I, I really mess with as well. I mean, again, not, not something that I would buy, but like, Did it's, you get it's no, 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 I don't, <laughs> I don't try. I, I don't, I don't participate in like the, the raffles and really <laughs> current releases. Well, he did like a longitude latitude drop that you have to yeah. be like, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't, but I, I, I think he's sick, super <laughs> cool what he's doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, so, so the culture is present. It's just very different. It's very different for sure. Yeah. The what 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 do you think the since you're you're studying the the way it previously was or you've I mean, you're enlightening people. You're spending more time enlightening people on the way it previously was. I mean, that's the how I grew up like that's like I was there for a lot of the stuff. So like what do you see now and what do you what what what's like do you see any commonalities like or do you think that just people aren't understanding where this is coming from and you feel like like there should be more emphasis on on the way the culture was before and how it is now um it's more like i wish that um uh you know like jordan brand i feel like anyone who's really passionate about about sneakers and the history and stuff everyone agrees that like they, they could be doing more in terms of telling the stories because at the end of the day like the the true value in the sneakers why we pay certain amounts for Mm -hmm. for stuff is it is the 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 story you know Mm -hmm. it's not just because it's a cool color you know because otherwise like they'd all be worth the same like Mm -hmm. and you know they did it i i think they did it super well with the uh re the reimagined the Mm -hmm. chicago's like that was super cool you know because for people who who are new 
and are buying this shoe, like you can't avoid but learn by, you know, the fact that the box is aged and the mm -hmm. paper and the shoe and like, it's really telling that story. But like most of the time, I feel like, uh, you know, it's quite lazy, uh, you know, so the, the product is all right, but like, uh, although obviously again, like the quality and stuff like that, that's, that's different. But like, mm -hmm. um, the fact that a lot of people don't really know, I guess, oh, even the story behind, you know, like the be true to your school dunks, like mm -hmm. they, they brought back all the colorways, obviously they, you know, uh, the, the Syracuse lows they started with, and then the Iowa's, the Michigan's, mm -hmm. and then they, you know, now every single possible colorway on the planet has released yeah. uh, in dunks. But like, where, where is the, you know, uh, the story the behind it. Yeah. The yeah, story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, or even uh, just like, I mean, I remember when they, they, they did the retro. I don't know if you're, I don't know if you've seen this, but like there was a retro, I think it was in like 2013, 2012, but they did all the original pack with aged, like they aged all of it. Oh, that was, yeah, 20, 2007. 2007, yeah. sorry, yeah. Yeah, the and, vintage pack. Yeah. yeah, and then they had the whole, like, if you were, if you, they had like an installation where you can like see, or it was like either, it was either an installation or like an ad where you can see it in like a, a locker. And so it was just like, they basically like, it was like the story was like, they found it in an old locker. Really? So, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I, you remember that, but yeah. No, I mean, obviously I don't remember it, but, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I, I didn't know, I didn't know. I, I, but I thought that even just the shoes it's mm -hmm. themselves, did, you know, did their job by, you know, the, the fact that they were yellowed and like mm -hmm. the, the shape was more true to, you know, it really felt like the eighties, like the big swoosh and, yeah. and stuff like that. So that's, that's great. But now, yeah, it's uh, most of the time they, they don't, they don't do that, which is unfortunate. I know. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you go ahead. Go ahead. You, you were going to no, say. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, it It doesn't mean that like in the early 2000s, like, you know, the Be True True School Dunks, they've had multiple retros and mm -hmm. uh, they came out in 1999 and then 2003. I'm I'm pretty sure that they didn't have a crazy rollout either. Yeah. But back then, sneakers were so, so niche, I guess, mm -hmm. that uh, it would only be people who cared that that would you know or also like all these dunks were like discounted at Foot Locker for $25 so mm -hmm. so i guess a lot of people didn't care anyways but now there's definitely this you know there there is the audience for it so might as well do it you know um i mean uh, yeah the audience yeah. is so huge right now it's yeah. yeah i mean i don't know how many pairs you sell a month but i'm pretty sure like there's always yeah, like yeah. You're, there's never not a week you're not selling a pair no, no. yeah like, yeah, yeah. But that's yeah that's just the yeah the the pool of people <laughs> is huge you know and uh yeah yeah for sure it's i mean look just looking for the listeners it's less like you, you're in front of the boxes I grew up, the orange boxes I grew up on seeing. And so it just like brings me back. to like, I remember when I first got like that, when seeing that orange box with the gray, like that, that like cork on the back. And I, oh yeah. man, I was just like, it like yeah, yeah, getting yeah. a pair of air forces in them used to be like the Holy grail type status. So yeah. Yeah. It's a vibe that those boxes <laughs> are uh, for sure. A vibe. <laughs> has there ever been, cause I have, I have a story, but like, has there ever been a pair that you got that you thought like, like, it, like you thought you were going to get 
what you see in the picture and then like you get a pair and it's just like, man, they like smoke cigarettes in this thing. Like, or like, you know, has there been a bad uh, pair like that? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Not, not a lot at all, but I definitely had like at least one, one occasion where I bought is, is, is the, is the camera moving too much or is it okay? No, no it's, it's fine. okay. Good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, just cause I piled up some boxes, so <laughs> it's not super stable. Uh, yeah. You're sitting on a 85 UNC right now. Uh, <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah. One time I remember that, that one, that one was pretty bad. I bought a 1999, uh, dunk, actually a UNC dunk. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and I, I knew it was a bit beat, but like, it looked all right on pictures. And when I got it, I was like, this is filthy. Like this is, you know, I had to get rid of it ASAP. Uh-huh. Like, I just didn't want this in my home, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like you something that it crawl out of it when you open the box. You were like, yeah. oh, no, I mean, it was just probably like very heavily skated uh-huh. and, um, but yeah, you get smells as well. Like sometimes it smells like cigarettes. Sometimes it smells like moisture, you know, mm-hmm. like, or I don't know, it's maybe not the right word, but like all these very old shoes, like generally 2000s are all right. But when you go back to the 80s, mm-hmm. like, uh, and you find yeah. stuff that's been in a box, I don't know where. Somebody's attic for like 60 yeah, yeah, yeah. years. Exactly. And you're like, exactly. You're like, yeah. they open it and they're like, oh, snap, I have these. Oh, no, yeah. you know, they, they just been sitting, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's wild. <laughs> I don't know if you saw, like, cause I mean, I post on TikTok, but I have. I, I've I've made a video on uh, these military fours are war in the rain. They're the 2012 release military mm-hmm. fours. Wore them in the rain. Put them in the box. Well, I let them dry out and then I put them in the box. Put them in the box. I'm like smelling something weird coming out of the closet. I open I open the box and the whole the shoe is growing moss out of it. No way. Yeah, straight up. I'll show you a picture no after. Way. You can watch the tick. I'll send you the TikTok after. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> How long was it in the closet though? Like how, for like, how for like two days, it was, wasn't even nothing like really? crazy. Yeah. It was just like, yeah. Wow. Um, do you, do you have, sorry, this is a personal question. Do you have <laughs> or, like personal pair for me? Do you have any of the probies like, like, back, yeah, back yeah, yeah. I've had a few, I don't know if I still have any, mm-hmm. uh, but definitely like the olive probies mm-hmm. definitely had a moment. Um, uh, I remember like I've had a, a quite a few pairs of those and uh, I remember like Travis wore them mm-hmm. and that, um, you were like, I got to get these out of here now before this, this <laughs> price goes down. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and actually Je- little gem, uh, uh, Joe LaPuma picked up a pair of, oh. of olives and he literally hit me up like <laughs> the mm-hmm. day um Travis wore them he was like yo do you have these like uh and and I actually did in his <laughs> size so he 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 picked those up um but yeah all the probies I've had the 99 the the putties mm-hmm. uh recently actually I was never too much into those uh but then I I ended up getting a pair and uh those are cool although I'm not a fan of the laces I don't know if you if you see the you know the 99 probies yeah. there's the smurfs and the putties yeah. they have those kind of different 
laces. Yeah, they're like flat, uh, flat thick laces. Flat thick, yeah, yeah. 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 And I always thought they were kind of weird. Um, but, <laughs> the Smurfs uh, are my favorite. I have a pair of the really? red grip tapes, but the red grip, it's okay. like, it's the 99 pair. So yeah. like, like it's like the, I want to say it was like their GRs. When they was doing the, the grip tapes, like they had the black and then the red, the team reds. Okay. And so it's when they started using the SB laces. So I don't have. Yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, wait. So the, the red grip tape is that with the like white swoosh? Yeah, with the white swoosh. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, are these from ninety nine? Yeah, they're from ninety nine. Oh, nice, nice. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've never had those. Yeah. Or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's two thousand one. I always say they're ninety nine. Maybe I. I yeah, yeah. I'd I think they're two thousand one. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, yeah. yeah. the 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 team reds are from two thousand one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's wild to have like old pairs because that that's a pair that I sold and got back specifically. And I was just like, all right, it's cool. I'll pay. pay. <laughs> I, I may I like save 10 bucks buying them back, but whatever. It's fine. <laughs> uh, have you like what is a pair minus the the Orchard Streets that you thought like you would never have in hand and you're just like. I can't believe it. Like, a, like a, I basically want yeah. to say it like a come to Jesus moment of like, oh, my God, I'm doing this. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I guess like. Um, well, everything becomes a bit uh, like normal with mm -hmm. time. But like if you look back, I don't know, like there was always um, fascination around, I don't know, like a DS 85 Jordan one like that's. Mm -hmm. Like just, I don't know, three, four years ago, you would say I, I had never seen an 85 in my life. Yeah. And I felt like that was pretty rare just for people in general to see. And now because also the, I feel like the vintage game has grown a lot in itself. Mm -hmm. uh, it just becomes more common. But like having having one in your own possession from 85, that's pretty crazy. Or like the Ari Menthols when I was discovering sneaker culture and like watching videos on youtube you know there's this whole kind of legendary story around it and you think that that's the forbidden sneaker like wow but actually i you know i'm i managed to to get a pair i mean that's um, wild it's funny because i was hanging out with him a couple of days ago so oh nice <laughs> nice yeah that's a uh, friend of the pod friend did, of the pod nice did you <laughs> men did you mention that we were uh cause, no cause this is I, before i asked Okay, because okay. I, I actually I actually interviewed Ari in New York mm -hmm. um, a month ago, and I'm still working on the editing of the video. But but um, he's but yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's great. He's great. Love the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, even just the fact that I like met him and mm -hmm. then um, did the, like that's that's pretty crazy. When looking back a couple of years ago, mm -hmm. when I was like at at point zero, you know, yeah. So for sure, those types of stories. Well, I, I mean, you're I love that you have this a, a fat you have your fascination. Your fascination is with the the niche niche part of sneaker culture, because like, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know. You, do you remember the SB drunks? No, oh, I man. don't. That, I'm going to put you I'm going to put you. So during the height of uh, Nike SB, like skaters were hating on it. So like. Because it was Nike, they were like, no, we, we like our skate companies. Uh, yeah. So there was like this brand, and I forgot the name of the brand, but they put out a, a sneaker that is the Send Helps, but with instead of a check, they put a, a, a banana on it. 
and okay. sold out instantly once they put it out. They had so a, like season, a bootleg. Yeah, it's straight bootleg, okay. like the like the menthols. And it was okay. just a commentary on that, you know, st- like skateboarding sneakers shouldn't be from Nike. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a like you. I mean, if this puts you on okay. a hunt to get a pair, you probably it's going to be near to impossible because I haven't seen a pair since 20. 12 i want to say don't 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 tempt me <laughs> <laughs> this is the tempt. this is i'm tempting you this is the, this is the mission because like that shoe it's like th- that shoe is along the like the re the the menthols the orchard streets um i even even i don't know do you do you know about the the brazil series that nike sb did yeah of course yeah, yeah i and love that, are, that yeah. That's, yeah i love that uh, and those I, are all customs those aren't even those aren't even like Nike SB official. They were like, they're like unofficial official. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. no, it's, it's weird. But I mean, they are Nike, uh, appro- you know, stamped and approved. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. different factories and stuff like that. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. When I, when I learned about that, uh, uh, I definitely, that's the kind of very niche stuff that I love, you know, exactly. Custom series, Brazil's. And like I posted, I don't know if you saw, um, like they did a buck. Mm-hmm. You know, the Buck SB, yeah, they yeah. did a, a made in Brazil version. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you saw that. I saw that. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, I love doing the side by side. Like the original obviously has the Buck on the back. Mm-hmm. The Brazil one doesn't. And there's differences in the shades of green and yellow and like the shape, obviously the laces. Like it looks fake, mm-hmm. essentially, the made in Brazil, but it's not. And it's so much rarer than the real thing. There's mm-hmm. only like 400 pairs. So to me, that's where the value is. It's like, you know, that, uh, it, to me, that's more valuable than a buck SB. Not that a buck SB is not, but like, it's <laughs> you even, don't gotta, you don't gotta go back on it. It's fine. <laughs> but, <laughs> we, but, uh, but it's understand. just like su- such a cool little, uh, story that, yeah. um, yeah. So it's like really an Easter egg. It. It's like when you're playing exactly. a video game and you're exactly. like, is this for me? Like this, I got yeah. this joke. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I, it's, 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 it's very interesting. I think that, the that's what's missing currently right i think that yeah. we don't have these like rare like offshoots that make you want to yeah. be like oh i'm part of this like oh yeah i, I, I got one of these you know because i mean grails were always i mean this is growing up like grails were always that pair that it it seems impossible to get but like and it's not about the money it's about will i ever get to the status of be able to get like will nike be like yo we got these for you. Like, you know, like, you know, like <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. I think now it's like, it's so common. I mean, even with like DJ Khaled getting sneakers early, like it's, everything yeah. is super heavily influencer, li- yeah. like lifestyle of just like, oh, I got these early. Oh, you look at yeah. these coming out. Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah. No, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead. I go guess, ahead. I guess I a hundred percent agree with, with you. And I guess that it it's, uh, it's that in between, cause like friends and family is still a thing, mm-hmm. you know, but that's too exclusive. Like us, the regular people can't get friends and family mm-hmm. Travis's organically or like, you know, but there isn't that kind of, if, if you know, you know, um, kind of, uh, <laughs> releases and yeah. stuff like that, that are, I don't know. Cause everything just falls into either the hype cycle or, mm-hmm like resell like if something is very limited and it's mm-hmm. going to be and there's going to be demand for it like resellers are going to buy it up mm-hmm. you know and 
uh, so are, guess you, so are you the, against the re- resellers? <laughs> <laughs> You're sounding like uh, uh, Matt Welty on. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know if you watched. Yeah. Have you ever resold sneakers? <laughs> no, but like my game different from from like uh, you know the traditional reseller that mm-hmm. just buys up uh, you know twenty pairs of uh, a current release. But um, there's no. It's not like I'm against it. It's just. It's just uh, um, it's just the unfortunate way that the 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 in well not the industry but the market is now. There's just too much demand. Yeah, you know, and obviously people like if there's demand, the prices go up, and if the prices go like, and people need need to make money. I mean, it's it just makes sense, but it's definitely something that's missing. That feeling of you know the the Orchard Street or the Ari Menthols or mm-hmm. the um yeah that kind of stuff i wish was uh was a thing we could like just just on the regular experience you know that that would have been awesome do you i mean i guess like is that is that because of the internet like or i mean damn how do i how do i explain it because like uh in my head it's just like i think it's the it's the way of direct to consumer. So DTC, like if mm-hmm. like if like Nike is just like, oh, we don't have to go into stores and, and help out these boutiques like we can just sell it to everybody on the on the website. Like does that it, it helps like we're not they're not nobody's giving. And I mean, that's like even the resellers or like the people that buy the sneakers to wear, like they're not giving these small shops the chance. They're just like they're like they're just like, now nah, we're just cutting this out. Now we don't have to do these collabs. Like so then now we're just focusing on collaborating yeah. with, with artists and, and musicians because that's what's going to sell sneakers. So when that goes or if that's on the way out, do you think that sneaker culture as a whole gets gets like kicked out because of that? Well, I guess like that, that's why um, I'm sure every day more and more people get into vintage. Like Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm sure that a lot of people get a bit like love sneakers, but get a bit bored of, of the current landscape. Like if you go into a sneaker resale shop, Mm -hmm. you see the exact same stuff in every shop. Yeah. You know, it's not even. And the prices are crazy too. And I'm like, what are you doing? If you're, I feel like if you're a, Real sneakerhead, the 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 odds that of you going into a sneaker shop and finding a pair and buying it are close to zero. Mm-hmm. You know, you're gonna go window shop, but like if you really want a pair, you're gonna buy it off eBay or or something. But everyone has the same thing in the store, so it's so I I I think uh, just naturally more and more people look maybe uh, to the past. Uh, and maybe that's gonna bring in, you know, a new wave of like creators and, uh, and, you know, influencers, so Mm -hmm. to say that will, uh, play a part in, you know, Nike or Jordan or to tell those stories and, uh, bring, bring that back. But, um, uh, yeah, but the current yeah current uh, landscape. I mean, there's some cool stuff going on in sneakers as well. You know, it's mm-hmm. not all bad. Like I'm right, not. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't want to. Like I'm not even o- an OG. I don't want to sound like the gatekeeper or anything. I'm <laughs> I'm completely not. But but um, uh, there's definitely some stuff that could be better. I think. Um, I think... actually even 
No, no, no. Yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. All right. All right. I was just um, saying, like, yeah. my bad, my bad. <laughs> no, no, no. Go for it. Go for I, it. I, think, I think there's totally, there's two different things. And I think, not to be old headish, though, also and gatekeeperish, but I think when, I think there needs to be a separate line between into sneakers and sneaker culture because. Yeah. Once you start, I think we're at this point where people don't understand that there's a difference. Like you can like sneakers, you can pay whatever you want for them. You can buy them because you want them. But then when you start saying that, oh, I do this because I'm in the culture, I'm in sneaker culture. And then when somebody asks you a sneaker culture related question and you don't have a sneaker culture related answer, then <laughs> you need to you need to understand that like, oh, OK, maybe I should be not like maybe I'm not really into this like this person is. And I yeah, think that's yeah, OK, yeah. because, yeah. Well, the biggest thing that that sneaker culture was was created on was having conversations when two people don't like the same thing and you spend the mm. time being like, oh, but I mm. like this about the shoe. Oh, yeah. and this is, and then you have a conversation. But, yeah, 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 but now yeah. we're we're all just spending way too much time telling people why you don't have these, how come you don't have these, and why you are yeah. why are you spending so much on this, or why why you didn't spend so yeah. much on this. Now that and also now just there's yeah. so much com- like everyone is into the same stuff, like you were mm-hmm. saying that. I, there was more diversity back in the day mm-hmm. in what people were into, you know, and like, for example, recently I got into, uh, ice creams, uh, just, just cause I think it's a very cool, uh, well, actually I think they're fire and there's potential in terms of like storytelling and stuff like that. To each their and own. I feel okay. like uh, <laughs> I said to each their own, but okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, I feel like, you know, if you go back into the two thousands, like, there must have been, you know, people, ice cream heads, SB heads, Air Force One heads, mm-hmm. Jordan heads. You know, now if you look at like uh, the majority of newcomers in mm-hmm. the game. So, of course, the, uh, there is a minority of OGs and a mi- minority of young, younger people who, who have more, you know. But, but like the, the mainstream is every, everyone is into the same stuff, which, which I... I uh, yeah, it's not bringing much value to the space. No, you yeah. know, yeah. Um, I think that's that's what happens because, like, I grew up in the era where sneakers were. I mean, I grew up in the era where comics were whack. Uh, you know, uh, being into like Yu-Gi-Oh cards is whack. Like, you know, like like all this stuff that now it's like highly collectible. Um, yeah. or like now it's like cool. It's mainstream, but like the previous time was just like you weren't. Like, oh, if you didn't have the freshest Jordans, you're not cool. Like, but mm. but now it's like, oh, if you just don't have the 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 most recent release, then are you cool? Yeah, or yeah. Like, it's just like, it's, no. I, yeah, the Internet for sure is mm-hmm. playing into this. Like, and, and even the fact that why we can't get those types of niche kind of releases and stuff, it's because the inf- information goes so fast. Mm-hmm. Like, it's going to get to people who are not in the culture. Who are in the space but not in the culture and who are gonna you know like for example last year so it was the 20 year anniversary of nike sb so yeah. uh super cool nike sb did activations uh i'm yeah they, they did that in la i don't know if mm-hmm. they did that in uh, new york but they, they didn't did do it in, in new york i wish i would have been there that's yeah. a shame that's yeah. a shame but but they did it in london crazy mm-hmm. display like a great storytelling you know they put it in categories like music mm-hmm. you know holidays um just you know awesome stuff and i just feel like how cool how perfect would it have been if every exhibition 
for the 20 because they did it, you know, LA, London, Barcelona, mm-hmm. Tokyo, if every one of them had their own shoe for, for the exhibit, right. you know, and you, you can get, only yeah. get in a, a, a certain way and mm-hmm. in a way that it doesn't just get bought up by resellers. Right. That would have been awesome. You but they didn't even flip. do, do you gotta that. Hit a, you got to hit a tray flip in order to get well, it. Well, look, I don't skate. I don't skate. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, yeah, there must be, there must be uh, ways of, of bringing that in, but it's just mm-hmm. so difficult with when you know that just there's so many eyes on the space that, you know, imagine if they did that, of course, resellers would, would be lined up at the exhibition or whatever to make sure that they get, get the shoes or whatever. Right, so. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> even, even with like the Tiffany, uh, drop at Coughlin's con, right? Like, mm-hmm. People like that canary yellow. People were just going crazy. Like they were. I heard it was like bum rushing people just to get that pair over there because it was a complex con exclusive drop. And even that was like that's cool. Like mm-hmm. sure, I want I want the the pandemonium and the mayhem because you really yeah. want. So it's people that really want the shoot. You know. Yeah. Um. I'm. I, so like I'm gonna hit you with this last question. Then we can get we can get out of here. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, damn it, I just lost it. It was a good one too. Damn it. Um. Uh, the oh okay so overall what do you want to see out of new people that are coming into this like is it more is it more just culture like what are you doing like you're taking the time and going back and seeing the stuff and new and and seeing the old stuff or or are you ah i got it it was the that's the wrong question i got it here we go (laughs) are you like, so are you into the brands now creating like this idea of what sneaker culture is? Or are you more for the people in the culture creating the culture? Like, because so, as a, so explain. So like, so instant, for instance, obviously you said the lost and found, but I'm, I'm trying to think of another shoe. Let's see. Ama Meniers, like we, we talk, we, you know, Ama Meniers drop in, they're doing, they're creating stories based on the shoes. Right. But you going back, right. And seeing how sneakers were just basically like, it was the people wearing the shoes that created the narratives and the, t- and the stories that are based around the shoe before they were just colorways. And now, 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 the stories are added on by the people. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. now you've seen that previous way of how it was done. And now brands are taking that and manufacturing mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. What do you yeah. think? What do you think is, I want to say like, what do you think yeah. is more fruitful uh, for you specifically? I guess, I mean, uh, like another release that I really loved was mm-hmm. the, the union dunks mm-hmm. pack, which, which that's something that would speak to me in terms of, uh, you know, you're not just inventing. I don't, I don't, you know, for example, I'm on my collabs. Don't speak to me. Mm-hmm. Like they're cool. You know, it's like this kind of premium, very sh- almost chic kind of, yeah. you know, the Jordan twos, the ones, the threes, like they're, they're nice, but like the, the union, the passport pack that was the, telling the story of, uh, you know, those the Mer- uh, the region exclusives. Yeah. Huh? The Meridian dunks and the uh what's the other one? The the purple 
like but so yeah there, the, the wasn't yeah, it yeah. like the, so, so there the was the argons argons, argons. I, I said yeah. meridian love that argons. Yeah, 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 yeah so argons uh pistachios and Pistachio. uh, yeah and uh and the uh, purple ones like that's um telling the story of you know a nine that era that that we're talking about right now mm -hmm. and like the fact that you had to travel and stuff like that that was i thought that was awesome again not something i bought because <laughs> <laughs> um it's just aesthetically not necessarily my thing or mm -hmm. even just the fact that the fact that most people who buy that shoe probably don't care about the story or know right. it and and a lot of people wear them you know you see those quite regularly you know mm -hmm. they're pretty a lot of a lot of people mess with them and I just don't feel like wearing like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like the, the off whites. I, I, w I love a lot of them, but because most people that wear them, wear them because of the hype, not necessarily mm -hmm. for a more, uh, you know, uh, thought through reason, mm -hmm. uh, then I, I just might as well skip, but just going back to your question, like, I, I think that's what speaks to me more, but again, like you can't just, build an industry on the past right so uh you know uh uh it's just like you know if if you had asked me like do you think that it's better to emphasize put emphasis on like retros or on new um technologies or mm -hmm. silhouettes and stuff like of course I, everyone prefers retros but you can't just for, for the rest of time live off retros you right. know whether that's nike or adidas like you have to create new stuff so i i guess it's uh um as long as like the the, the passion and the storytelling is there like i don't mm -hmm. mind obviously personally i i just identify more with the old stuff but like that might change maybe in 20 when i'm like a 20 year old sneaker veteran uh, in the game I, I i might be done with you know old stuff i don't know you'll but be for back now, on the, that's you'll what be back I, on the podcast then i'll be like 20 <laughs> yeah, years we'll, we'll revisit. Okay. yeah yeah we'll revisit yeah yeah but i don't know does does that answer your question like no yeah uh, i mean i wanted to know from you being you know only in the game for for such a small time like you yeah. know i've been i've been collecting since 2000 six seven something like that so, so you, you had the, the the good era of sneakers yeah. as well like, <laughs> yeah that, that, that's cool uh but yeah i mean yeah. before that I, I mean i was always into sneakers i just couldn't afford any of it so mm. it was it's just interesting because i i collected fell in love with it but i fell in love with it because of the community and then mm. the sneakers were just part of it like you know just just being like and then learning about the stories and then you know, you get really in depth and stuff. And and because I was I was an SB head for like a majority of this. And so my love for SBs is just because they they're the ones that always took the chances. Like they're the ones that were just like, we're going to put this crazy colorway together. And yeah, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the, the community loved it on top of that. So yeah. like, yeah, and I think SB Nike SB, honestly, if to, to give credit where credit is due, mm -hmm. I think Nike SB is doing a great job mm -hmm. in general. Uh, it's still well uh, there was there was a i i think a everybody talks about the tape shit. the tape the tape box yeah. era <laughs> terrible terrible like anywhere everybody from, on this podcast uh, has 2009 said to like yeah. 2018 mm -hmm. was uh just uh, you know you can cross it off like you don't need it at all but like now it's it's a pretty good time for sb mm -hmm. like they're doing um interesting stuff in terms of collabs materials colorways mm -hmm. stories so 
you know, it's just a different time, I guess. Yeah. For, for you also, you fell in love with sneakers. You said through the community. Yeah. And now like the, com- the community is so big. It's not, it's almost not really a community. Like there right. is a community if you really look for it. And obviously like I, I, I'm, um, I feel part of the kind of the vintage community mm-hmm. in t- terms of like OG OGs, like 85s and stuff. Like there's a community for that. There's a community for like vintage dunks and stuff, but like the sneaker community in general is so big. It's, mm-hmm. you know, so it just has a different feel to it. Whereas when you were uh, getting into it, like I, I, I can imagine how fun that must've been. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. Go, going down to like, so like, yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah. yeah. Lining up and everybody was a lot, and stuff. Yeah. like, yeah. You can have a conversation with anybody. Like it wasn't yeah. just like, yeah. I'm, I don't even like sneak, like, like you're like, I yeah. get on the line now and people just, they have their headphones in. They're not trying to talk to anybody. Yeah. And they're just yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I'm just trying to put this on eBay right now. Like just get my $30. <laughs> it's like, all right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. It's different. But I guess like, uh yeah hate hate the game not the player you know it's just the result of this game that i mean if there's money to be made and uh, the information is so accessible and stuff it's just you can't really avoid it so hopefully there you know the brands find ways of new ways of Mm -hmm. creating that cultural aspect to it no, nah, yeah. yeah. Perfectly said. Uh, let everybody know where to find you. Cause I feel like you didn't, you didn't, you didn't say that. Yeah, so, <laughs> uh, no, I did. So sneaker den on Instagram. So sneaker den D E double N at the end, den for Dennis. <laughs> um, and then sneaker den on YouTube as well. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to, you know, make, make some moves on there, create Same some here. cool content, yeah. have fun with it. Um, and, uh, and I guess, yeah. And outsole my brand spelled outsole, like S O U L, mm-hmm. uh, not S O L E. I've taken a small break on the brand. I noticed uh, that I was like, I was like, where's this? Yeah. He, I was yeah, looking at everything. I was like, this, this is fire. Like what's going on. So yeah. 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 No, cause I, I, yeah, I've had a lot uh, on my plate, but, uh, mm-hmm. I'm definitely looking to come back to it. And the brand is obviously, uh, very aligned with the, what I do on my main, mm-hmm. which is, you know, telling stories, uh, from, you know, dope sneaker moments in the, in the past. Yeah, yeah. man. Lo- I love your content. Thank you so much for jumping on again. Uh, and for everybody out there, you know what we say every week, wear your kicks. Peace. <laughs>